happy Thanksgiving, mamas. I want to take a moment to express my gratitude to each and every one of you. This year has been a remarkable one for my business, and I couldn't have done it without your constant support. I'm thrilled to have hosted three summits, collaborating with other businesses to share about postpartum care. Our podcast has been a labor of love, and I'm proud to say that we're now ranked in the top 10% of podcasts. I'm grateful to every mama who tunes in each week, and I hope our discussion has been helpful on your journey. In this special episode, I'm excited to take you on a trip down memory lane. Join me and my mom as we share her breastfeeding journey from the 80s. I hope this episode will inspire and encourage you on your own motherhood journey. Thank you for being a part of our community and happy Thanksgiving to you and your loved ones. Hey mamas, welcome to Breastfeeding Relief with Bethany. We share incredible stories, tips, and breastfeeding ideas to help on your journey. I'm your host, Bethany Laverne, a lactation consultant and speech therapist who helps mamas with breastfeeding. Not all breastfeeding stories are the same, and we dive into those topics. Welcome, Rena, to Breastfeeding Relief with Bethany. How are you today? I am good. Thanks for inviting me on today. Yeah. So I'm so excited, audience. This is not only Rena, but I like to call her mom. I'm inviting my mom on. <laughs> So we are going to rewind and see what breastfeeding was like in the 80s. And so I was born in 87. My brother was born in 89. And so I want to give you guys a glimpse of how breastfeeding has changed so much. So why don't we start with, um, I mean, I'm perfect mom, right? But why don't you let everyone know about your breastfeeding journey with me? Okay. So, um, First of all, I'm just going to rewind just a little bit to say that uh, when we decided to start having children, we were told we would never be able to have children. Mm -hmm. So we had to first go through all the infertility. And back in the 80s, it wasn't what it is today. Um, you took Clomid and that was it. That was your choice. So Bethany is a Clomid baby. It did work. Um, secrets out. And uh, I had um, a fairly easy pregnancy until I passed kidney stones that put me into labor. And then I was in bed um, for a couple months with her. Um, it was something breastfeeding at that time, people just did it. There was no help. There was no lactation nurses. Uh, there were some La Leche clubs if you could get to them and they were few and far between. So you were just sent home with your baby and told to um, nurse, that was it. Now the problem with Bethany was my milk didn't come in. <laughs> so at the hospital, they're saying, um, well, just keep trying, honey, it'll finally come in. So I was sent home with bottles of sugar water and now they talk all about nipple confusion and they didn't know that phrase back then. So she started on a bottle and I would nurse first of what she was getting hardly anything. And then I would give her a bottle. And that was my whole nursing journey with her. The nice thing was because she knew how to use a bottle nipple, I never felt tired, tied to her. I could leave her with anyone with a bottle. Mm -hmm. And she was happy with that. Now, when she, I would come in and she would smell me, she would throw up the bottle 
so that she could nurse <laughs> a delightful child. <laughs> so that's how that started. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I nursed her for a year. And uh, three nights in a row, I had been gone to meetings and her daddy had been with her giving her a bottle. And he said, I think it's time to be done. And so we just quit at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cold turkey. Yeah. That's kind of yeah. what we did with my oldest son, too. We took a small vacation, came home. My husband asked me not to breastfeed anymore. And so he wasn't asking for it. I didn't offer. And so we were done. Yeah. So very similar. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's jump into my brother. So we have not really talked about my brother on the podcast, but why don't you tell a little bit about my brother? Okay. So uh, one of the questions Bethany said she was going to ask, and this is asked to me all the time is how many children do you have? Mm-hmm. And <laughs> sorry, I hate that question because I have two children, but you look at my social media my Christmas cards. I have one child. And so that's really difficult to deal with at that point. So two years later, uh, without Clomid, we got pregnant again and had a little boy. And from the very beginning, I told the doctor that I felt like this pregnancy just was not the same. And it was not. So our son was born six weeks early. Um, He was dying in utero. He had had a bowel movement and he had Down syndrome. So he was an emergency C-section. And um, so you're going through all this learning that you now have a child with special needs. And um, he is in the ICU. He was taken from me and rushed to Riley Hospital and the local children's hospital, and I was at another hospital uh, without the baby. Um, I did check myself out two days later and went to see him against the doctor's wishes. Um, And he did start doing a little bit better at that time. They told us that he would um, die in 24 hours. Down's children, some of them have a lot of special needs, some don't. He had most of them. He had a heart issue. He was bleeding internally. He had a brain bleed. Um, He was uh, on oxygen. He had respiratory issues. So uh, the Downs, we really never got to deal with the Down syndrome. It was all the other health issues that we dealt with. So he was in ICU for um, six weeks and I could go in and see him. I could not pick him up. I could touch him. I could not nurse him. And they told me, uh, the doctors at the children's hospital said, we do not know what your plans are on nursing, but you no longer have an option. You have to nurse this child, but you can't touch him. You can't nurse him. You have to pump. Mm -hmm. Um, At that time, pumps were not given to you The only pumps that you could get were rented at $50 a week. Mm. So we already did not have that in the budget. And now we have a special needs child in ICU and I'm supposed to go rent a pump for $50 a week. Or I can use one at the children's hospital, but I have to go pump every two hours and I have a toddler at home. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. So a lot of obstacles. And of course, you know, not, not a lot of moms know, but fast forward today in the NICU, again, you're offered hospital grade pumps, which are fantastic. They're better than the regular pumps you get. And so they are still very expensive. I mean, they're still $2,000 if you want to buy one. Thankfully, a lot of insurances cover them. I know I did not have a hospital grade pump, but my Spectra was $50 after insurance. So that's a big difference, $50 a week renting or $50 and I get to keep it forever. So um, I do know a lot of people can help. I always tell mamas, you can find um, used ones on Facebook Marketplace, mamas groups. I know if you're are part of mama's groups, people bring them and share them. I think that is such a blessing if you can get a hold of one. Um, but yeah, that's so hard that they're telling you, you got to breastfeed your baby. Um, but it's, it's super hard. So I'm curious back in the eighties nowadays, they have a lot of donor milk sitting at the children's hospitals that people donate. Was that ever offered to you? No, mm-hmm. no donor milk. I'm sure it was available at some point. At that time, if you wanted donor milk, you actually had to find yourself a wet nurse Mm. that would come and nurse your baby, but they did not allow that in the NICU. Sure, sure. Well, there's so many germs going around and kids and he was born in the winter. And so, yeah, with RSV season, I could see that they would not want a wet nurse coming in. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) And the wet nurse would have Mm -hmm. to pump and delivered the milk anyway. So there was really no change Mm -hmm. in what would happen. But I did have a few friends that hired wet nurses so that they could leave and just go on a date with their husband. Mm -hmm. Sure. Sure. Yeah. A lot has changed since the (laughs) eighties. Yeah. So clearly it was hard with me at home as a toddler. And so how long did your journey last with breastfeeding or really pumping? So uh, um, that was another portion of what happened. So the doctors would tell me how to bottle it. I was sent home uh, small bottles uh, Mm -hmm. with nipples that would screw on. Mm -hmm. I was sent home with that and I was told how to bottle it. So Mm -hmm. I would divide it up. Um, I will say my parents rented the pump for me because Mm -hmm. I could not afford that. Sure. they sent home these little empty bottles and I was supposed to, it started 10 cc's and then 20 cc's and, and I would get very frustrated with that because I would do it, the 10 cc's, and then I would go in and they would say, well, now we want 15 cc's, which meant they had to thaw two bottles and throw away five cc's Mm -hmm. because it's been thawed now. Um, Even at that time, I had a nurse that I was in tears about this because I'm trying to take care of a toddler. I'm going back and forth from ICU. I still can't touch my baby. And I'm trying to nurse having trouble let down. And most of it, the doctor said was just stress from everything that was happening. Mm -hmm. And a nurse finally said, honey, just forget about it. The kid's going to die anyway. Why waste your time? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, which we knew that was a big possibility, but to have a healthcare professional tell you that, mm-hmm. um, I did report it. And she was suspended for three days without pay. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Um, but I felt like I had to stand up for other mothers going through the same situation. We didn't have to hear that. Right. Exactly. I mean, you can think it right. And you feel like you would hear that from a stranger, right? I feel like you heard that maybe in the grocery store more when you would take him into public, but it's not something you should be saying in the ICU should, they should be a lot more sensitive. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So um, my journey lasted, he was in the ICU for six weeks Mm -hmm. and at five weeks, my milk totally dried up. Sure. And I just had to tell the doctor, I'm sorry, I've done everything I can, but it's done. Mm -hmm. And he said, thank you so much for giving everything you could. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's wonderful. Because even we talk about, you know, when you start with colostrum, that's your liquid gold. It's all liquid gold, right? But the colostrum's the best at the beginning, not really that first week until your milk milk comes in. And I tell moms, you know, if it's so stressful, right, you aren't making enough and you're tied to a pump constantly and you aren't enjoying it, it's time to give it up, right? I want your journey to be your journey, not what is expected of you, not what every, what, what else everyone sees on Instagram. So, well, thank you for sharing that. So maybe between the two journeys, what is maybe one thing you wish you would have known about breastfeeding before you had us? Um, You know, I think it would have been good to have known that you might come up against obstacles. Sure. And that, there was someone I could have called mm-hmm. um, because even two years later, going back um, to the hospital and talking to some people there, they're like, oh, well, why didn't you call my wife? Well, you never offered that. Mm-hmm. And it was someone whose wife had a Down syndrome child. Now, this child was very healthy, and I don't think it would have helped me. Mm-hmm. There were days that I spent close to six hours trying to feed my child. Sure. Um, That's a huge portion of your day when you have a toddler Mm -hmm. and you're trying to just feed your baby. Mm -hmm. And that was past the breast breast milk thing. Um, So, um, but the big takeaway I learned from this was that I have told other mothers and still do, don't stress it. If it's not working for you, formulas will work. It's mm-hmm. okay. If if it doesn't work, it's okay. Mm-hmm. And if you don't want to nurse your baby, yes, I think that's wonderful. And I think that's best for the baby, but it's not life or death. Mm-hmm. For me, they told me it really was not an option, but I do think if I had told the doctors, I can't take the stress they would have been okay with that. Sure. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, they were just trying to help me out. Can I say that all of the supplies that you guys have now, we didn't even have nursing um, shirts. Mm. So mm-hmm. to be it, you had to um, totally disrobe, you know, pull your shirt up. So, and we didn't have nursing rooms. So you're sitting in a bathroom stall um, trying to nurse your baby. So even having a nursing shirt, I thought those were wonderful um, (laughs) when those came out, um, that those were available. To be able to have pumps with your insurance, 
that you didn't have to worry about that. Another wonderful thing. Mm -hmm. So, and I know there'll be many more technology changes over the years that are going to make life so much easier for you ladies. Mm -hmm. So embrace what you can and don't worry about what you can't. Mm -hmm. No, that's awesome. So, and you know, you've kind of spelled out my platform very nicely. You know, you said you didn't have any access. And so mamas, I want to make sure you guys have access and don't have the journey. My mom did. I want to give you that one-on-one support. And so I offer one-on-one breastfeeding support for a whole month. Of course we can go longer, but for 30 days, I continue on the journey with you. You have 24 hour access to me. You can send me a message. You can text me. You can send me pictures and I will get back to you in less than 24 hours. Usually it's only a few hours, Um, but please remember I do have to sleep too. And so I want to help you on your journey. I send you affirmations. I send you suggestions. No, you don't have to take all my suggestions, but I'm going to get back to you faster than your doctor is or calling a lactation group. And you can do it all from the comfort of your own house. You know, especially like my mom, when she had a toddler running around, she didn't want to be dragging me everywhere. Um, and my brother. And so I want you guys to have that access from the comfort of your own home. So I am now going to ask, what is your favorite breastfeeding product? Um, I know you just watched me go through two nursing journeys. So maybe you saw a product I use that you thought would be super helpful for mamas. Well, I think um, just having the breast pump at home Mm -hmm. that came with you was such a, I know that's not a new product, but to be able to have that as an option um, and that you could nurse, we didn't even think about it. We um, nursed our babies. We didn't think about pumping and storing. And Mm -hmm. that's why I was so excited that you took a bottle nipple. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Because there are a lot of nursed babies that will not do that. <laughs> so I thought that was absolutely wonderful. So that you have these pumps that you can store this breast milk. And ladies, I don't know if Bethany's talked about this. I have listened to some of hers. There are so many more uses for that than just feeding your baby. So if it's out of date, give them a bath in it. Um, your child, I do a lot with essential oils. I'm not advertising anything here, but your child will absorb nutrition through the pores of their skin. So they can absorb that nutrition, even if they cannot take it in a bottle. I wish I'd known that. Yeah. 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 Please don't throw out your expired breast milk. Um, I still have some in my freezer. Some I am saving for another breast milk ring. I love breast milk jewelry. Um, but it it's so lovely, especially when they have a rash on their bottom, Put, mm-hmm. throw them in the bath, throw some in. It is absolutely wonderful. So awesome. Well, thank you, mom, for coming on. Uh, we have li- reached the eighties today. And so we, we appreciate your advice. And I think this will be good for mamas to know how much it's changed. Cause I think it's hard to be like, Oh, well, it hasn't really updated a lot. It's updated a ton breastfeeding. Oh. Um, And so thank you so much for sharing. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for listening in. If you love this episode, it would mean so much if you would share it with another mama or post on social media and tag me. I want to personally thank you for wanting to help other mamas. You got this. I'm rooting for your breastfeeding journey.